five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Hello, hello, wonderful people. It's Dr. Nikki, the board-certified family nurse practitioner back in the house. Today, I have a special topic. I will be talking about back-related issues or spinal deformities. We will be talking about um, different abnormal curvatures of the spine, back-related issues such as spinal stenosis, degenerative disc disease. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I have seen a lot of these issues in primary care and I've seen a lot of geriatrics complain about this um, issues. So disclaimer, I am not an orthopedic specialist. I do not deal with bone related issues um, in terms of surgery or anything of that nature. But it's important that we talk about this because as I said, it's been seen a lot in primary care and a vast majority of people complain about back related issues and um, seek comfort, pain management from such things. So we're going to talk about um, the normal spine and then we'll talk about the abnormal curvatures of the spine and then we'll go into the spinal stenosis and all the other stuff, all right? So let us get started. The normal spine is structured in such a way to provide optimal flexibility and support for the weight of your body, all right? So if you view the spine from the side we have three gentle curves we have the lumbar the lumbar is the lower part of your spine and it has an inward curve all right and then we have the thoracic spine which is the middle part of your spine and that has an outward curve we do have the cervical spine as well the cervical is a spine in your neck and it also has like an inward curve right that's called lordosis and then we have the outward curve called kyphosis all right, so these curves, as I said, they work in harmony to keep the body's center of gravity aligned over your hips and pelvis. All right, when viewed from behind, the normal spine is straight. So abnormal curvature will throw your spine out of alignment. And as I said, there are different types of abnormal curvatures such as kyphosis we have scoliosis we have lordosis and we will get into that right now some of these things are due to um, age related um, they're age related and they're due to degeneration due to age and they're some of them are due to disease processes such as tumors or infections and some are due to other conditions or idiopathic causes that causes that are not yet understood. So, and some of them are congenital deformities, that mean, meaning that the deformities are, were present at birth. Right, so we're gonna talk about scoliosis, kyphosis, and lordosis right now. As I said, there are three kinds of spinal deformities and they're very prominent when you examine a person in a seated posture, right? And this is very important, especially like um, physical therapists, you know, physiotherapists, occupational therapists, any kind of specialist would need to know what type of curvature you have if you um, do have any problems with your spine. So kyphosis, we're going to start with kyphosis. Kyphosis is focused around the upper part of the back, 
remember i said we have cervical is the spine in the neck thoracic is in the middle and um, lumbar is in at the end like at the bottom of your spine the lower part rather of your spine so we have kyphosis is focused around the upper part of the back uh you would particularly notice is if somebody has like a rounded upper back so like a, generally a curvature of over 50 degrees some people call it a hunch back all right and your head seems farther forward than the rest of your body then you may have kyphosis if that's um if that is what you um know observe all right so it is detrimental all right because it can put you at risk for developing pressure injuries at the top of your back okay and then we do have people with kyphosis they sometimes have pressure ulcers on the back of their heels they do have uh, they develop pressure ulcers on the back of their heels because they put a lot of uh, pressure there to anchor their position so you would notice that um, this is not too good for their overall health all right so as I said, spinal deformity can be caused by things such as poor posture or something as serious as abnormal vertebrae or spinal bifida. Osteoporosis is another common cause of kyphosis, right? Because as um, the vertebrae are more susceptible to decay and cannot support the user's weight. So you, pretty much the weight cannot be uh, supported well, as comfortably as you, can, as you should. All right, so we're going to go into lordosis. Lordosis, um, contrary to kyphosis, lordosis affects the lower back. So we talked about kyphosis affecting the upper part of your spine, and then lordosis affects the lower back. And so we do have an irregular inward lumbar, lumbar curve. Remember, lumbar is in the lower part of your spine, um, meaning that the person appears to be leaning back a bit. All right? The, your buttocks may also be more pronounced when you sit down or you may have an unusual large arch in the lower back when laid on a hard surface, all right? It may cause pain in the lumbar area, in the lower back, and it can be relieved by anti-inflammatory medications such as um, Aleve, Ibuprofen, Motrin, or you can wear a back brace to alleviate that pressure. For lordosis, um, building up muscle strength in your abdominalis um, can help to treat that uh, abnormal curvature. And sometimes even losing weight can help to relieve the effects of lordosis. Right? So if you do have severe curve in the lower back, it can be indicative of uh, like a pelvic problem. All right? And it can cause a lot of... Um, issues with flexibility all right so as we said this could be rectified without surgery depending on how severe the case is so now we're going to go into scoliosis scoliosis is um, a very well-known spinal deformity and if you look from behind a, um, a scoliosis uh, bends the spine away from the midline of the back so that it becomes like a c or s shaped so that's scoliosis. It's like a C or S shaped when you look at it from behind. And then it makes you unable to sit evenly or stand evenly. Another way that you would um, 
be able to know that somebody has scoliosis is when one of the shoulders is lower than the other, when they stand upright. And then uh, it's very clear to identify scoliosis if you look at the person's spine from behind uh, because there could be a twist in their posture or like the shoulder blade or hip that one is sitting lower than the other, as I said before. So like the shoulder, can one is lower, one is higher, or the hip as well. So that's um, a way to, to um, know that this person has scoliosis. All right, so... The causes of scoliosis is not as clear as lordosis or kyphosis, but it's um, suspected to be a genetic defect. Um, Most um, scoliosis cases, they're associated with like a tilted pelvis or osteoporosis, which is the decay of your vertebrae or um, a pelvic rotation. And then if you have very severe or extreme scoliosis, it can lead to compression of the person's ribcage and internal organs. So that is very, very important for physicians or specialists to monitor the curve because it could cause a lot of damage or injuries to the internal organs and to your ribcage. Right? A back brace might be needed for young people with scoliosis. Some people have it not as bad as some other people. Some people have very mild scoliosis that you would not even know. And some people have it really severe that you would know right away when you see that person. Right? So a back brace might be needed for younger people with scoliosis. But surgery is sometimes needed to correct the spine in um, a lot of other cases. All right? So in summary, all these um, abnormal curvatures of the spine, they differ and they can cause stress and pressure on various parts of the person's body. And that's why it's very important that um, these curvatures are monitored well and um, monitored well by specialists, physicians, so that um, it prevents uh, further damage sooner. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Then, you know, then later. All right. So it's very important for you to follow up if you have such spinal deformities. And this is a a very good um, time that you may seek physical therapy or occupational therapy or any other kind of um, professional that would help you if needed. All right. So as I said, we talked about scoliosis, lordosis, and kyphosis. And those are the three major spinal deformities that we have. It is also very important to know that scoliosis falls along the spectrum. So we have mild to moderate to severe. As I said, some people have it very mild that you may not notice it. Some people have it moderate and some people have it very severe. Um, The symptoms of scoliosis may include pain or stiffness in the mid to lower back, numbness or weakness in the legs or feet. Not all adults with um, scoliosis experience pain, especially when it's degenerative scoliosis. But when pain occurs... Uh, the pinched a pinched nerve is typically typically the cause. All right, so when pain occurs in scoliosis, a pinched nerve is typically the cause and not the actual curvature. All right, so in more severe cases of scoliosis, we have scoliosis that can cause shooting pain down the leg, which is known as sciatica. 
um yeah so sciatica is a shooting pain down the leg and it can also cause inability to stand up straight or evenly and as, as i said before inability to walk more than a short distance and the symptoms of severe progressive scoliosis are similar to those of stenosis so we i did mention earlier spinal stenosis we'll talk about that in a, in a few minutes um but um yeah we do have spinal stenosis this imbalance can result in strain on the hips and knees remember i said that scoliosis you would notice that the shoulder one is lower than the other one and then the hip also is uneven all right so inability to work in a straight line and uh frequent people have some people have frequent falls with severe cases patients with kyphosis they may lose the ability to stand up straight as well uh, they hunch over while they're standing. They may become easily fatigued or have difficulty talking to others or maintaining eye contact. Because remember that we talked about kyphosis, that it's the round uh, curvature of your upper part of your spine. So a lot of people call that hunchback. All right. And they may also have difficulty in laying flat in kyphosis. Okay, so what are the causes? As you get older, remember that I mentioned that some of these curvatures are due to age-related degeneration. So as you get older, the bone undergoes degenerative changes and that's part of the normal, you know, the natural aging process. As the joints degenerate, arthritis can develop and then the spinal col column will shift sideways. So um, other conditions that may cause degeneration include Arthritis, as I said, um, degenerative disc disease, um, different types of joint syndromes, osteoporosis, which is a loss of bone mass, and vertebral compression fractures. We have previous spine surgeries, um, and then a lot of other things can be the cause of abnormal curvatures of the spine. All right, the aging of the joints combined with a fracture at a level above a previous fusion can cause significant deformity right all right so who is mostly affected by this problem mild to moderate spinal deformity is common in older adults but it can also affect adults in their 50s or even younger an estimated about 60 percent of people over the age of 60 have some mild degenerative scoliosis all right and then we're going to talk about how the diagnosis is made uh, pretty much physical examination Definitely, x-rays, CT, scan, MRI um, can be used to diagnose the condition. Treatments that are available. What are the treatments? So the treatments vary depending on how severe the case is. So we have mild to moderate deformity um, in adults. And some, some of them is just mostly like um, lifestyle changes. And some of them require surgery. So self-care, like correct, correcting your posture, keeping your spine in alignment. Um, are the most important things that you could do and then also we have bone density very very important that you get a bone density to make sure that um, they detect if you have osteoporosis or osteopenia if osteoporosis is detected the risk of fracture of your spine is increased because your bones are weakened and they become more fragile or brittle all right so the doctor may prescribe medications to slow your bone uh, loss such as Fosamax prolia and um, things of that nature other treatments that are available include physical therapy as i said 
or occupational therapy. So physical therapy will help with um, exercises and strengthening exercises that are key elements to the treatment plan and they become part of your, you know, lifelong fitness. So we have physical therapy that would help to strengthen your back, your legs, your muscle, your stomach muscles, and it will increase your flexibility of your spine and your legs. So you can always talk to your physician or your healthcare team about getting physical therapy on board for you or go to a spine uh, re rehabilitation uh, program. Medications, as I mentioned before, I mentioned non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, such as N uh, which are NSAIDs, such as aspirin, Aleve, or naproxen, ibuprofen, which is Motrin and Advil. They are used to reduce the inflammation and to relieve pain. We have analgesics such as Tylenol can relieve pain, but they do not have that anti-inflammatory effects of NSAIDs. All right, so you just relieve pain with um, analgesics, but the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, they relieve pain and they also reduce inflammation. All right, so but long-term use of analgesics such as Tylenol and NSAIDs can cause a lot of stomach ulcers and bleeding as well as kidney and liver problems, so you should use it with caution. All right, so we do have steroids. Steroids reduce um, the swelling as well and inflammation of the nerves and some people take it orally and um, some people take steroid injections and um, yeah so there are different options here for medication brace 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 some people wear back brace uh, you know some people use back brace for like childhood scoliosis but it would not help to straighten like if you if you're an adult and you have um, any of these abnormal deformities, it will not help you to straighten your your spine. But most people use braces for childhood um, spinal curvatures. All right, and uh, it may help to reduce the pain in short term, but um, it will allow the muscles to get weaker, and it may cause a lot of more back pain later. All right. And then another treatment option is chiropractic care. A lot of chiropractors, they apply pressure to the area to align the bones and the, they return the joints to a more normal motion. So they help a lot to um, a lot of people that have spinal deformities may benefit from massage. So we have people that do kind of like different types of massages related to bone. Um, so you can benefit from that tissue massage for muscle spasms. Some people go for chiropractic massages and then uh, traction for like pinched nerves, you know, ultrasound for tight muscles. There are different, different options here. Some people do acupuncture um, and they say that it's helpful that for them. And some people just use different types of remedies here and it does help. And surgery is a last resort. So surgical options vary, as I said, depending on the severity of your symptoms or the level of the deformity, the number of the levels affected and the type of deformity it is. So we do have combination of different fusion and instrumental techniques that can be used. We have decompression um, surgery, we have fusion surgeries, so there are different different types of um, surgical interventions that could be done. All right, okay, all right, so let's talk about degenerative disc disease. I had mentioned that earlier. Degenerative disc disease, DDD, affects the discs that separate the spine bones, and as I said, age 
you know, as you age, the spine begins to show signs of wear and tear and the disc can uh, dry out and shrink and move out of place. These age-related changes can lead to arthritis. We had talked about that, disc herniation, uh, herniated disc, and spinal stenosis. Pressure on the spinal cord and nerves can cause pain. And physical therapy, self-care, medication, and spinal injections are used to manage these symptoms, as I had mentioned earlier. Surgery may be an option if the pain is very chronic and severe. All right. So we talked about how the, you know, the spine is made off and um, we talked about the normal spine and we did talk about uh, the anatomy of the spine. We talked about the abnormal curvatures of the spine and now we're going to talk about degenerative disc disease. So as I said, degenerative disc disease, um, spondylitis. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Can occur anywhere in the area of your spine. So remember, we have said cervical is the neck, your neck part, Thor- thoracic is your middle, and the lumbar is the lower part of your spine. But it's most common in the lower back. A lot of people have degenerative disease in the lower back. And it's not actually a disease, but it's rather a condition in which your disc degenerate and they lose their f- flexibility and heights to cushion the spine, if that makes sense. So it's not actually like a disease disease. It's just a condition in which the disc degenerate um, due to age and they lose their flexibility and heights to cushion the spine. So, you know, we have the disc dry out and shrink. We have small tears occur. Um... And then we have the disc getting thinner. We have bone spurs that grow. We have excess motion. And then we have spinal canal um, narrowing. All right. So as I said, I'm not an orthopedic specialist. But um, these are just a few things that I just wanted to point out. The symptoms of degenerative disc disease include, um, you know, and, and they do vary from person to person. Some of them have it very bad. Some of them have it very mild. Um, it can interfere with daily activities, and the pain often starts in one or three ways. So you can have major injury followed by sudden unexpected pain. You can have a trivial injury followed by sudden back pain. And you can have a pain that gradually starts and progressively gets worse, right? So we can have pain that starts in any of these three ways. So as I said, the pain usually begins in the lower back. That's why a lot of people complain of low back pain. And then it could be felt in one or both of your legs and buttocks. And that's what I mentioned before, sciatica, the shooting pain down to your legs, um, one or both of your legs, all right, and buttocks. So that's the sciatica. And a lot of people complain about the pain as like pressure. Kind of when you say, can you describe your pain? They will say, it's like pressure. It's like burning pain. And some may even feel the numbness and the tingling sensations in the leg and foot. Right? And uh, yeah, it may be very annoying and very bad for a lot of people. So 
you may have chronic underlying pain that is nagging annoyance, as I said, uh, occasional episodes of intense muscle pain from time to time. And then some of these episodes like can last for a few days, um, you know, from a few days to a few months, and then they go away and they come back again. Sitting can usually um, cause most of the pain because in the sitting position, the discs have more weight on them. Right, activities activities such as bending or twisting usually make the pain worse. Or when you lay down, uh, but when you lay down, it tends to relieve the pain. So when people do like um, different types of activities, they might have that severe pain. All right. So some people actually feel better. So I've heard some of my patients say they feel better when they uh, walk or run rather than just sit or stand for too long. So like if you sit or stand for too long, you may have that pain. But if you keep on walking or you run, you may not have that pain. All right. So some people can be diagnosed with degenerative disc disease even in their 30s. And so, yeah, and some people in their 60s. But by the time you're in the 60s, the disc may have dried out to the point where it causes less pain. All right. So what are the causes? As I said, um, age, injury, arthritis, osteoporosis can all contribute to disc degeneration. And it could be seen on MRI, could be seen on CT, and of course, physical examination um, is part of all the process of diagnosing this problem. Who is affected? As I said, we can see this in young adults who live active lifestyles, um, but most times we see this in later life. All right, people who smoke have a greater risk of developing degenerative disease. Yes, people who smoke have a greater risk of developing degenerative disease. And then people who work in certain occupations. You will hear some people say, I'm retired now, but I did work in so-so-so and it messed up my back. You will hear that a lot. All right. Um, yeah, if you do have a family history of degenerative diseases, there's a higher chance that you would also, you may also have it as well. Most times, this uh, degenerative disease uh, occurs slowly. Uh, it progresses, but it may not um, show the symptoms until later in life. All right. So as I said, a medical history is very important. Physical examination, symptom review, prior and also prior injuries or conditions, things like lifestyle habits, um, and then can all be used for diagnosis. And as I mentioned before, treatment options include self-care. We talked about that correct posture, keeping your spine in alignment, um, trying to lose weight if you're obese or overweight. All right, sitting right, stress. Stress is a big obstacle to pain control. You need to relieve stress, all right? So pain management, stress relief. Physical therapy is a great way. Also, I talked about chiropractic care. I talked about medications such as NSAIDs, which is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, such as aspirin, naproxen, leave, ibuprofen, which is Motrin, Advil. And some people do use Celebrex, all right, to reduce pain. And inflammation, analgesics such as Tylenol can only reduce pain because they don't have that anti-inflammatory effect. And you should use these medications with caution because it may cause bleeding, ulcers, um, as well as kidney and liver problems. All right. 
Other medication options, as I said before, when we talked about the abnormal curvatures of the spine, include steroid injections. A lot of people get steroid injections, and it does help. A lot of people complain that um, or say that this is short-term relief that they feel when they get the steroid injections, and they, they, it can last about two months or three months, and the pain comes right back. Right, so we talked about acupuncture, acupressor, yoga, nutrition, diet changes, medication, uh, meditation. Um, yeah, those are could be very helpful in improving your overall health. And then we talked about surgery as the last resort. Um, it's rarely recommended unless you really have very bad, about very severe case, or you have a disc herniation or instability and your symptoms have not significantly improved with non-surgical treatment options right so it's very rare in the last uh, resort if any every other thing that i mentioned earlier has not worked for you all right so yeah that will be the end of today's topic i do hope that you enjoyed it you can share this with friends and family your parents and older um uh, family members or friends and i will catch you in the next one take care bye bye five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on the go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise try them both then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com you could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.